Welcome everyone to the podcast. Today, it is just me and Darkwave today. As you can see, this is going to be a smooth, smooth podcast. So, okay. oh yeah, because you just you just went silent, you know. You know I don't like silence on here, man. It makes me makes me creeped out, man. I just think I'm going to have a killer right now. Well, you were doing your introduction, sir. Hey, usually you guys introduce yourselves, right? I don't be like, fuck you, right? It you is- usually give us a cue to do that, sir. <clears throat> you just kept talking, so I said, okay, he's obviously getting <laughs> point across. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. And I will be yeah. fixing that up. It's a good Saturday, and I would like to say wrestling last for the last week has not been that great when it comes to WWE. And I'm here to say... Uh, what the fuck is happening? First things first, let's start with WrestleMania, alright? Because WrestleMania is still ringing in my head. As, I, I don't know. I don't know. Which one was better? Which night was better to you? Night one or two? One, easily. Night one was so much better than night two. It didn't even make any sense. But, you know, people like their matches. Uh... I had somebody try to tell me that night two was better. Night two was better, and I looked at him and said, no fucking way you think night two was good. It wasn't even close to being good. It was just a shitty pay-per-view on night two. It just hammered home that if all of these matches came on at the same time on the same night, it would have been a shitty, it would have been so bad. Unfortunately, because of this, we're getting WrestleMania payback. Why the fuck is the name of the pay-per-view WWE WrestleMania Payback? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Or Backlash. What's it called? Backlash or Payback? WrestleMania Backlash. We're getting WrestleMania Backlash. And as Spirit lovingly put out when she was uh, oh, uh, pay attention to everything, that shit is quite possibly going to be straight rematches. Which is not good. I mean, we already got Bobby Lashley versus McIntyre again. So there you go. Wait a second. Yeah, wait, a second. Wait, 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 wait. That was already confirmed? You didn't watch Monday Night Raw, sir? No. No, well, I did not. Well, then do your job. You're not doing your job, sir. I didn't want to, man. I just heard it was a shitty... That's, that's, that's not my... That, 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 I don't care if you don't want to or not. We do a wrestling podcast. You've got to watch Monday Night Raw. It's part of the religion. But yes, it's already confirmed. It was a triple Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see it. I actually am lying because that's how shitty it was. Why we're getting that match re- again, it's pointless and doesn't make any sense. But... Moving on with from there, um, can anybody explain uh, why we getting fucking straight rematches? I, I don't know. Literally, who knows? On Raw and SmackDown, it was straight rematches, and it was so. Well, stupid. it won't be. It won't be a rematch for Roman Reigns. <laughs> he's fighting. He's gonna be fighting. Uh, Cesaro. What's his name? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, but Cesaro's about to at backlash about to go against Seth Rollins again, clearly. Now probably happen on SmackDown. That better just happen on SmackDown. I mean no, I'm saying the match will probably happen on SmackDown for him to fight Roman at pay per view. There's no unless they just bring back Dane Brown on Edge, which 
they either do one of two things. They either they either have Seth Rollins again in backlash to build up Cesaro's more, or they have Cesaro fight Roman in backlash. Who knows? Who cares? And even then, I wouldn't. Uh, I, uh, yeah, it's whatever. We'll it doesn't matter because you're not winning anyway. So yeah, like I, I would bite this. I'll just rip the man out because like it's literally it's literally boring at this point. Um, the next match. Uh, what else were they talking about? They was talking about that. Looks like the the female tag team match is about to get a rematch on that same night, and. It just didn't make any sense looking at some of this shit, but we'll see what happens. Uh, next, I want to talk about. Oh wait, no, it may be Brooke and Rose versus the. I don't care anymore. Let's let's just go over WrestleMania. Yeah, let's just go over WrestleMania. Night one, arguably the better night. Let's talk about that first match. It was Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre by technical submission. What did you think of this match before I get into it? It was fun. I don't have much. I, I said, like I told you off pocket, I don't have much to say about Mania. It was a decent Mania. was it nothing overly, you know, bad except for a few matches. But I don't have much to say because it wasn't, there was no emotion going into the matches. So you just watch the matches and you're just like, okay. <laughs> For me, it, it, it wasn't really a great mania. I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you, but this match was. I mean, okay. It wasn't great. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. What made it great? The only thing that made that mania great was seeing fans again. Yeah, that was it. Outside of that, I mean, it wasn't a bad mania. It was definitely better than some. A lot. It's just the problem is the build was so bad that I genuinely have not much to say about. It much of the matches. Yeah. Like, my opinions on the matches were just, most of them were, you know, most of the matches anyway were, they were okay or they were bad, you know. Yeah. But there was no story going into the pay-per-view. So it's just like, okay. What yeah. can you do? Um, the, I'm not gonna lie to you, the first match, uh, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, while it was okay, when, when like the the match itself for me wasn't really it, they didn't click again even though this is the second time they fought in the ring I, I was literally like okay just that's all I was doing the whole time then when Drew McIntyre did that dumb shit and pay attention to uh, MVP when he yelled at the ring and I was like why did he get dumb baby face syndrome again what happened that's what we do now Dude, I hate that shit. Hey, how do you keep getting so dumb baby safe, uh, but dumb baby face syndrome? And so Drew McIntyre, if it goes, if for anybody who didn't watch it, Drew McIntyre literally stopped what he was doing as he was about to Claymore kick, uh, what's his name, and then continued to drug, go back and Claymore kick him, got hit, and then got freaking put in the hurt lock. And then friggin' passed out. And I was like, great. Now Drew McIntyre needs to seriously stop. Then on Monday Night Raw, he wins a triple that match and he has a rematch. After claiming for a rematch. And I was like, you've claimed for a rematch and you don't deserve a rematch. But then they had him beat a triple threat match, which didn't make any sense because he was one of the losers of the of WrestleMania. And Braun Strowman made more well, sense and Randy Orton made more sense to me. Well, 
unfortunately, you can't do Randy Orton because Randy Orton's, I guess, a heel. So you can't do two heels. He's already beaten Strowman. We don't want to see that again. And there's no one else. So therefore being, yeah. Yeah. So moving on from there, uh, the match for me was about about three stars. And then the ending, I was just like, okay, that yeah, just made it worse. Uh, mm-hmm. we got Natalia and Tamina versus in the tag team turmoil match, which they won. And I was like, okay, I honestly don't care. And this match was to me, if I was to really put stars to it, it was like a zero and I didn't give a fuck. The next match the was, match was yeah, it was. It was a complete embarrassment, and it didn't make any sense. The amount of botches from that tag team tomorrow match was astonishing. That by like the fourth time, I seriously stopped paying attention. Uh, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, which is arguably one of my favorite matches of the night, actually was a four star match. It was actually really fucking good. And the right man won. And the right man fucking won. And I actually enjoyed myself during this match. I'd say four and a half Seth stars. Has, huh? Seth has new music. What did you think? Uh, I have to hear it again. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have to hear it again because for what? Yeah, uh, Galactic because Galactic was over my house. He was like, I don't like it at all, and I was like, okay. I have to, you have to hear it again. We have to hear it again. The next match was AJ Styles and Almost versus the New Day. Now, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me, but what I think WWE needs to stop doing is getting big men to wrestle like big men, and then being surprised when you put them in a singles match and they suck. So, I'm gonna say this now: I did not care for the match, nor did I care for almost finally getting in the match and him doing absolutely nothing to win the match, and I was just, I was just completely confused. Omos did as much as I expected. Um, it was more of a funny, a funny thing to me because he just basically squashed New Day by himself. Exactly. That was the funniest thing I seen. Which, you know what? At least they've kept him strong, and there was some continuity in his booking, so I can't hate on it. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a great match by any means, but at least they kept Omos continuity there, and I can't get too mad at that. Yeah, and from that point, like I said, I, I was just like, okay, all right. Yeah, at that point, I was just like, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. We'll, we'll we'll see, but hopefully, he does do better in later matches. But uh, unfortunately, when it came to this match, it was just a giant squash match, and I gave it a two. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be real completely honest. That's about right. Bronx- no, that's about right. Yeah. It was just funny. It was just funny to watch. Yeah, it was funny to watch and kind of weird. Uh, the next match was Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Now, I want to ask you a question, Mister uh, Darkwave. How do you win a cage mm-hmm. match? You climb out the cage. You climb out the cage. Uh, so why did Braun Strowman not climb out the cage after he threw Shane McMahon off? Because he wanted to pin him for whatever reason. Okay, so he couldn't have got back in the ring and beat his ass after that fact? Look, man. 
When's the last time someone actually won a cage match by escaping the cage anywhere? I. If you've noticed, most cage matches end in a pinfall. You're right. You're right. That that was dumb. And I'll, you know what else was dumb? The fact that Shane McMahon took up a spot on WrestleMania again for some fucking reason. Because he's the great Shane McMahon. Man. Yeah, they need to stop that shit. Like, really. He's Shane McMahon. Yeah, they need to stop that shit. They need to really, really stop putting Shane on a WrestleMania card and expecting people to be like, this match is fire. This is good shit. Like, no, son. Just take Shane McMahon off the goddamn card. And give the match what to somebody mean, else, Serious, It's man. such good shit, man. man. Give the match to somebody else, bro. That match was so bad. The match to me is a, zero, a negative one star, like, if I could do it. Because, uh, first of all... I, 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 can't, I can't go that far. It was at least a little... I mean, you can't give nothing worse than a women's or more match. Uh, I can't. Okay. That's well, just being biased. It, it, At it, that it, point, you're just being biased. It, it was two stars. It was two stars. Because that, ter- that... Like, if you want me to be realistic... That woman turmoil match was negative five stars. So at yeah, least that was just embarrassing between me and the card. Yeah. So all right, I'm gonna be realistic and overturn my match, overturn my rating for that one to negative five stars for the turmoil match, and at least one star for the freaking shame the cage match. Because one, it's not only fair. Two, I actually rather slightly enjoyed parts of the match, like when he threw Shaman Man off the cage. I enjoyed that part. Was it a good match? No. Not in the slightest. Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman can't put on a good match even if they try. Guarantee you at WrestleMania Backlash, they're going to have a rematch, though. Guarantee. Like, not even joking. Of course. And it's going to be so bad. Then we got Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus The Miz Morrison, in which I was entertained. Hey, hey, hop, hop. Yeah. I was entertained. But The Miz at this point, I, I really, if I was The Miz, I'd be like, okay, Vince. I'm sorry. No, I'm not going to fight another celebrity again this year. I'm good. I'm not going to fight. Isn't this his first time fighting a celebrity? A celebrity or him being in the WrestleMania squash match. I'm sorry. I'm going to say like a oh, WrestleMania squash match. He's always He's been in like three WrestleMania squash matches in a row, bro. What squash match did he have? Hold up. Let me go back and remember. He fought Shane McMahon. He, had, he fought Shane McMahon. That wasn't a squash. Am I remembering wrong? I don't think he had any squash matches, sir. He had. This hasn't been squashed at WrestleMania. Not that I know of. Unless I'm missing something. He hasn't. Well, did he even wrestle last year, right? Did he wrestle last year? Well, he was in a. He was in a tag. He, yeah, he was at the tag team match last year. The ladder match. Oh yeah. So actually, no. He it hasn't was, been. It was Charles Morrison versus Jimmy Olsen versus Kofi Kingston, and it was. Yeah, and he wasn't in the match. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, it's uh, just... one of them that hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Didn't it one was... of them get hurt or some shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I apologize for the wrong information that I've put out. It's just The Miz is not... I don't I don't like him on my card half the time. Mm-hmm. Look, I, you got to give Miz and Morrison their credit, though, because without them, Bad Bunny doesn't look as good. Yeah, Bad Bunny did look good. He did the Panama Sunrise. He did a bunch of moves that I was like, oh, my God. It's just, you know, I, I'm going to say the same thing that I said for Shane McMahon. Did we really have to put Bad Bunny on our card versus a, uh, an actual talent that it could have built up? All right, man. 
Oh, okay. This is WWE with the mainstream. You know how they are, man. Mainstream oh. publicity comes first in WWE. Okay, cool. Bad Bunny, like I said, he it was an enjoyable match. It was at least it was at least a three and a half star match. But I mean, what? All right, and then we got the final match of night one, which is Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, which was match of the night. Period. It's between that and the Cesaro match, which was the match that I was just genuinely impressed and having fun from start from bell to bell going, oh, God, this is great wrestling. Oh, God, you know, this is pretty good. And considering literally I just which a week before, like more. I, I don't know either. But that was the match. Those are the two matches that closest reminded me of the NXT uh, pay-per-view that just happened a couple of days prior to this WrestleMania, which is sad as shit. Like, I'm, I'm sorry for pausing there, but yeah, like, that shit was sad to me, and I did not really, I really did not understand what was so hard for the rest of the card, besides the two matches that were there that actually were really fucking good. One was, what, 17 minutes? One was like 30, uh, let was say 30, one was like 10, 11 minutes? Let me go look that up. Yeah, Seth and, Seth and Cesaro was like 11 minutes. Yeah, Seth and Cesaro was 11 minutes, and Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks were 17 minutes of fucking a good match. It was fantastic. They tore the house down. I was proud of them, and I was happy for Bianca Belair winning the match. Then, I was not. Why? I wanted Sasha to win, to be honest. Uh, okay. I didn't want Bianca to win that match. Not yet. Okay. Sasha did nothing with the title. So. I mean... It's Vince McMahon running the company. Yeah. But that doesn't mean... I, I mean, not saying Bianca couldn't have won it later, but I think yeah. Sasha should have had more mileage on that title ring. Yeah. Because honestly, when Bianca won, I just kind of was like... Uh. Yeah. That's, par that's partially due to the story that was leading into the match. Because the story of the match was fucking terrible. Yeah. And, and that's the bad part about all, uh, all of this WrestleMania. Half the storylines were pointless, didn't make sense, or just bad. Uh, and again, it, it brings us to night two here, where night two with started off with a good opening to their match, but then the rest of the match was just like baffling, which is Randy Orton versus The Fiend. I I have no words for what I witnessed, and. I am, I am appalled at what I saw. Actually, I'm more appalled than confused. I was wondering why the I fuck. I the term chill, I guess. I'm, I'm confused. Uh, it was very bad. Um. <laughs> and the fiend lost in a match that he just came back from. It, am I tripping? Mm -hmm. No. Uh, They're not tripping. The team lost to one. Arthea. Yeah, after Alexa distracted him. And again, we had baby faces with uh, dumb baby face syndrome. And I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of dumb baby face syndrome. It really, really is. I would still like to know how to paint with the baby face and all this, but you know. 
Whatever, bro. I don't know and I don't care. All I know is the match and the resulting ending of the match was dumb and built up, wasting our fucking times for months. Even though I like the opening of the match, the rest of the match was trash. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Oh, yeah, that match was about one star. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Tamina. Um, yet another match with copious amounts of botches, fuck-ups, and fucking messes-ups to the point where I was very fucking confused by the end of the fucking match and just angry that we had this on our card. This match was fucking 14 minutes of my life that I will never get back. And I did not care who won. I was just like, why? And the amount of jokes that the fucking Tamina's kneecaps were copious while watching this fucking pay-per-view. So, I'd be lying if, if I told you I watched this match. Okay, so the In match fact, is I didn't even watch. Man, I, didn't, I, didn't even watch, I didn't even watch Night 2 live. I oh. purposely waited until Night 2 was over so I can fast forward through all the fluff I didn't want to watch. Okay, well the match was zero stars because it was shit. Uh, and one of my most disappointing matches next is Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Uh, I, I, I don't know. They could have did better than that. And I feel like they should have did better than that. But the match was so fucking bad. or, or so it, it, it wasn't bad. It just didn't get started. And I know these two can go. So by the time it got about to the fucking eight minute mark and, and Sami Zayn did that little thing he did at Battlegrounds a couple of years back where he Huluva kicked uh, Kevin Owens and put him back on the rope and then Huluva kicked him again. It was an homage to that, but fucking it got countered this time. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Again, the rest of the match, it was just like, yo guys didn't pick up the pace and the camera kept focusing on fucking Logan Paul the whole time. And I was like, who the fuck cares about Logan Paul right now? Seriously. Yeah, that was my biggest complaint. Too much Logan Paul. Too much Logan Paul. Logan Paul. So because of that, the match got three stars out of me. And I was like, why are we focusing on Logan fucking Paul? Who cares about Logan Paul? In the middle of the match, switch to Logan Paul's face. And I was like, you forgot the show to move because you were focused on Logan Paul. The fuck? The next match was Sheamus versus Riddle. And that, for night two, was one of the best matches of the night. It was actually hard-hitting, mm-hmm. and it was really good. And Riddle really got his teeth kicked out. It was pretty fucking good. And I actually enjoyed it. And I would say that match was a four-star match. It reminded me of literally Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, but with more violence. They literally, those matches were equal to me in terms of matches that I cared about from bell to bell. Because both of the people, or all four of the men in the ring, were really fucking good. So, they literally showed their skills in the ring. Damn, even though the Sheamus versus Riddle match started off with something so fucking dumb. But whatever. I enjoyed the match. Hey man, the, the right man won. Right man won. And I, and I hope he gets, Sheamus gets put in more matches like that. The match was so fucking good to me that I was like, oh shit. I wouldn't have cared or minded if that was the match that ended the night. But whatever. Uh... Then we got Apollo Crews versus Big E in a <clears throat> Nigerian drum fight, which in real life, for all you people that aren't racist like WWE, was a fucking hardcore match. Like a normal fucking hardcore match with shit around the ring. Did not give a fuck about this match in the slightest. 
I even stopped caring about 95% of the match in. Oh, not even 95. 1% of the match in, I stopped caring as soon as I saw all the shit around the ring. Because I was like, what the fuck is a Nigerian drum fight? I googled a Nigerian drum fight and found out it was a hardcore match. And it was like, somebody's going to fucking interfere. Apollo Crews is going to win. Sure enough, Dabakato interferes. Biggie, uh, uh, Apollo Crews wins. And now, hey yeah, man, Apollo is the right winner. Yeah, yeah, because if Apollo lost, I would have said, okay, obviously stop switching from Nigeria and go back to normal. Because you suck. But, you know, this is. his accent. I do. It's so bad. But the match itself. Hey man, it shows. To me, that sh- his him doing the accent shows he's really embedded into the character. So, you know what? And since he's actually from Nigeria or parents are from Nigeria or has Nigeria. I'll just like this. From Ni- has Nigerian roots. I'm fine with it. So is Kofi, but. It's- and Big E. No. No, he has. I think his parents are from Nigeria or some shit. Or his parents from are from Nigeria. But at the same time, yeah. so is Big E's parents. Yeah, but this is. Big E's not doing that gimmick. Uh, yeah, so. it's, it's still a shit gimmick. I'm not even going to fucking lie to you. It's, it's, it's going to be a shit I gimmick. I like the gimmick. It's a shit gimmick. I like the gimmick. Hey. I like the gimmick. All right. <laughs> All right. Think, listen, it gives him it gives him character. He didn't have a character. It gives him character. Whatever. It, you don't have to like the accent as much, but it, yeah, I, he could literally just whole. take away the accent, and I think the joke would be better. But hey, I to each his own on that one. The match itself was two stars, and I'm not even gonna fucking I'm not even gonna fucking lie and say it was more than that. Um, we got Rhea, Riz, Rhea Ripley versus Oscar, and uh, didn't care. Yeah, and Oscar's a, a, a match. I, I'd say it was a squash match for Oscar, because that match was just bad. Why did I just care about the match? Whatever. It was a it was a it was a two star match, and that was the best it could do. And I did not. Yeah, because the crowd was fucking dead. Yeah, because they was... showed the Randy Orton Fiend shit right before, as if people want to watch that shit again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we got the triple threat match, which was actually a really good match. I rather enjoyed the triple threat match at the very end. It was uh, looking at it, it was twenty one minutes of my fucking life, and I actually enjoyed the match. It was really good. It had some of the storytelling. Uh, they made you think each other people were gonna win at some point, and then some people were just making some dumb choices like Edge. I would say, Edge, why don't you concerto Roman Reigns first, of all people? But, you know, he concerto Daniel Bryan first, and Daniel Bryan had a seizure for like an hour and lost the match. After. My, I, I'm starting to have issues with Roman's matches, though. They're all starting to end the same. Yeah, with somebody interfering in his match? With Jay Uso interfering in his matches. Yeah, Jay Uso is not only a jobber at this point, but why does he keep interfering in his matches, bro? Like I understand it's for Hill Heat, but it's like every match has been literally the same. Yeah, and it every match. Yeah, it's getting stupid. And I thought I was on new to notice that, but it's the same thing with the Miz when he was when Maurice is there for Hill, how she interfered in every fucking match and didn't make no goddamn sense. But whatever. Exactly. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know why people have to. I don't know why they think they have to. A heel has to have some like a heel can cheat. Yeah. But literally, Roman's matches have been the same ending in every single. Like, if you want Roman to get over as a heel and do heel things, you can do that. But you have to have the whole Jay Uso coming in randomly out of nowhere after getting his ass with every fucking match. It's literally rinse and repeat at this point. Yeah. It's not even funny. Anymore. Even the match between him and Daniel Bryan, he interfered in the match, even though he wasn't the enforcer. Like, what are you interfering in the match for, bro? Yeah. That shit was weird. I'm not gonna lie to you. <sighs> Same shit. But yeah. I like Roman. Don't get me wrong. He's doing good work. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. I like Roman's work. I'm not really a fan of Roman. Yeah. Still, but I'm like I'm liking his work. But literally, his matches have been. Yeah, the same. Start the the lot of trash talk, which is fine. All the matches have been fine. It's literally just the ending where it's like, okay, let's call in Jey Uso for Jey Uso to do his spot every single match. <laughs> and then Jey Uso gets beat up, and then Roman capitalizes on the person being distracted every single time. Exactly. It's just gotten to a point now where it's like, all right, this is getting old. There are more ways to get heat on somebody other than just fucking doing the basic someone interfering tactic. It's it, It's been done. Yeah. Outside of that, this match, as far as I'm concerned, was great. It's just I'm tired of, I mean, like I said, just think of more creative ways for Roman to win, you know, to win is in the heel way. If you want him to have constant heel heat, you know, I think Roman should be winning clean sometimes, most times anyway, because he's Roman Reigns. He shouldn't have to rely on cheating. But if you want him to cheat just for the extra heel heat, that's yeah. fine, but do it in creative ways. Because this is not creative ways, it's just rinse, fucking repeat. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's pretty all right that makes sense um yeah he'll uh, heat uh, whatever but all, all in all i'd say night two was two times worse than night one i actually had more entertaining moments in night one versus night two and i won't get over that shit now moving on let's have a quick conversation about that firing those uh those firings bro how do you feel about all of those firings i mean half those people were doing nothing anyway so as far as i'm concerned they should be happy they got rid of <laughs> like don't get me, let me let me let me clarify no one should lose it you know it sucks people losing their job pandemic and whatever yeah. You know, regardless, no one should be losing their job. But half of these people were, I mean, look at Tucker Knight. This man wasn't used at all in, in like, in like almost since, since Heaven Machine broke up. You yeah. didn't even get a revolution, a resolution of that. It's just he attacked Otis and that was it. Nothing yeah. else happened. Yep. Yeah. Um, Billy Kay, I mean, she wasn't good to begin with. And she wasn't really doing shit, but now she was starting to do a Damien Mizdow 
storyline, which no one wants to see. Because <laughs> um, she started doing mimicking Carmella and shit at WrestleMania, which, again, no one wants to see. Uh, Peyton Royce, not underutilized. I mean, she wasn't that good anyway. She was better in NXT, but underutilized was she, you know, she herself was underutilized. Yep. Um, it's just, I mean, Bo Dallas, the man hasn't been on TV since 2019. Damn it, two years. Oh, yeah. The man's man. been sitting at home, sitting, doing real estate at home, getting a paycheck while doing nothing. The only yeah. one that I feel bad for, like legitimately bad for, because he was actually doing shit for the company, was Samoa Joe. Which is weird to me. Now, we don't know if Joe was like, fuck it, if you're not going to let me wrestle anymore, go or what have you but the people who were released mojo raleigh like the legitimately have done nothing it's like they were literally just on payroll sitting around doing nothing and when you run a business which WWE is a business no matter how we may want to think about it you gotta get rid of some of the fact you have got to cut things that's not being used it's yeah. not fair you know, for everyone else who's busting their ass, you know, you got people busting their ass day in, day out, only just for the, you know, not being used. And that's what they harp on. So, as far as I'm concerned, I think that. You know, they should be, most of them anyway, should be fairly, fairly happy, right? Happy they got. Yeah, if they care about, I mean, if they actually care about wrestling, then they'll yeah. be happy. You know, yeah. if they don't care about wrestling and they enjoy doing this amount of work and getting a paycheck, then I mean, I'm sorry for you, but everybody runs a business. Yeah. And then I'm going to freaking, I'm going to bring up the names and shit, and then I'm going to, Storyline wise, I'm gonna be like, well, they weren't doing anything, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I cared about these people losing their jobs. I just was like, okay, cool. Um, so starting with Billy Kay, of course, no one really cared. Wait, which one did we just see at WrestleMania? It was Billy Kay or Peyton Royce? Uh, Billy. Yeah, she we just saw Billy Kay garbage. just doing his Damian Sandow gimmick again. It was the same shit over again. Uh, and I can honestly say it was like, okay, you have nothing for yourself, so obviously it's okay to go away, and she's gone. Samoa Joe is the one I was just like, why did they let Samoa Joe go? Uh, clearly Samoa Joe was just at your freaking, um, at your pay-per-view just calling the matches and making people look good or making heels look bad. Like, what are you doing? Bo Dallas, you're right. He's legitimately has not been on TV since, and exactly. And I know he Banner cares about. Years. Yeah, I know he cares about wrestling. But he's doing real estate now, so I mean, him and Liv Morgan, I guess, are together, and they live on a farm doing real estate. So I mean, again, everyone's so up in arms, and it's like these people weren't don't, like, and that's not saying they don't work hard to get a spot. But they're not doing shit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. and Bo Dallas Tucker for Knight. me. Yeah, Bo Dallas for me. He should have, he should have been with his brother. But 
whatever. Yeah, you have easy things for these people to do. Everyone, listen, there's a spot. There's there's a spot for everybody on a roster. It's all about creative and how you use it. WWE does not know how to use it. I'm surprised Alice of Black wasn't released, but apparently they got plans for Alice of Black. We'll see how those plans go. But, you know, I mean, for anyone's upset, just look at it like this. They were, these people are, you know, <laughs> they're, they're basically, you know, they have, to, they have a chance now to do what they actually love to do. And that is wrestle. If nothing yeah. else, you know, yeah. they can sit back and do what they like to do. And that is go out there and perform. Yeah. You know, get chances and not just be told something. You know they can't do because of whatever reason. They want chances. They want opportunity, and they're not going to get them with WWE. So it's best they got released. Which is why WWE probably released them anyway. They weren't doing shit. You're not going to keep people on your roster not doing shit. It's not how that works. Yeah. It does it suck they had to lose their job and not be used? Yes. But it's happened, and you should look at it from, you, you know, in situations like this, you have to look at the benefit because everyone said, "Oh, it's a pandemic out here." It's like these wrestling companies, MLW, Ring of Honor, all these other—they're signing people. It's not like they're not signing people. You know, they're, they're still doing shows. It's not like wrestling is fucking not performing. You know, every show right now, every you know, big time, decent sized show is performing. Yeah. MLW, uh, and all and all these other fucking places—they're all performing now. So, oh, you know, shit. it's not a not a situation where it's like, oh my god, only only WWE is performing. Like you know, it was worse last year when things were still kind of uh, being felt out. Yeah, but this is then. You know, this is a whole different year. Things are more. They they understand the wrestling company understands what they can, what they're doing now in terms of how they're handling their COVID protocols. So all these people that got released, whether they whether you like them or didn't like them or love them or not, don't worry, they'll all have jobs. It's not like they're not going to have a job. Yeah, man. And I hope uh, Bo Dallas actually does something with his life and his career. That is Kalisto. Well, he's been doing real estate. Oh yeah, 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 he's been doing real estate, which person, is fine. But yeah, um, but the Lucid House part is still there, which is funny to me. Yeah, Kalisto, I haven't. When was the last time he was even wrestling on TV? Exactly. So, so yeah, I did not give the, a fuck. Maybe the maybe the Andre Andre the Memorial Battle Royal, maybe. Now, that doesn't but count. Again, you know that doesn't count. Yeah, but again, like you said, like and I like I've been saying, half these guys. Have not been doing much in, in terms of WWE on television, and if you're not on television, you know it's almost kind of pointless even trying to. You know, you, you're not doing anything. Why? Why? If you, if they're not doing anything, yeah. Why keep them on the roster? Let them yeah. go do what they like to. Like Wesley Blake. You he remember hasn't been who, seen since. Yep. 
He hasn't been seen since Forgotten Sons got taken off TV. Yep. Uh, just like Jackson Riker had the job and not them, yes. But I mean, they found plans for Jackson Riker and they found nothing for him. And what about the other just, Forgotten Son? He got fired a while ago. Yep. But yeah, Jackson Riker is still on TV because they dropped a gimmick. He's on TV because they found plans with him with a life. That's it. That's how it is. Nothing. Uh... Nothing major. Just they, they found plans for him. Yeah, I know, man. I know, bro. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, well, it doesn't J- make sense. Well, yeah. We lost Mickey James, which, you know, at this point, I'm she like... She wasn't doing anything. She wasn't doing anything. Uh, Chelsea Green. That didn't make any sense. You signed her, she got hurt. And then you don't even make plans for upon her recovery. You just release her. That was stupid. Yeah, no one that was surprising to me. She 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 got hurt her first night, and you tell me you couldn't find plans for her. Yeah, not one plan. She yeah. was hurt. She wasn't dead. She just was hurt. Yeah, shit happens. By the way, I wonder how Zack Ryder's feeling about that. I mean, he just. She apparently, she, I mean, she look, even looks happy. She put on her Twitter, welcome back to her old gimmick. So, I mean, like I said, a lot of these wrestlers, man, half of them weren't even in WWE for a cup of coffee. Yeah. And Number then one. Number two. Yeah. Half of them aren't mad that they got to go back to the indies or back. I mean. Yeah, like Tucker. You know, WWE, I'm pretty sure he's good. A, well, he's already said he can't wait to tell his story, so I'm pretty sure he's going to go on some podcasts soon and shit all over yeah. the company. But, you know. A lot of these, you know, professional wrestlers, you know, a lot of them, yeah, WWE is their dream, you know, it's their dream to go to WWE, but, you know, when shit doesn't happen, you know, if you, you know, if things don't work out, there's nothing wrong with just being like, all right, and it's not even your fault. Now, you know, some people may have lower self-esteem than others, yes, or maybe really heartbroken over it. You know, I'm not saying that they aren't because yeah. you know they have friends in the company and this and that and that and this. But a lot of these guys who are indie talent, you know, they'll just go back to their old gimmicks and they'll be perfectly fine and be better off for it. AW now can capitalize on some a woman like Chelsea Green. You know, Peyton Royce, she'll probably go to AW. Her husband's there. Yep. So I mean, all these guys and girls, like I've been saying, they will. In my opinion, they will be all just fine. Who's Casey Lee? Nikki Jane, she'll probably go to NWA. Why? Her husband. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what's her name? Already changed her name. Oh, Peyton Royce already changed her name on Twitter. Her thing has been relentless. Her thing has been relentless, Royce, for a while. Yeah. She's been uh, doing that relentless Royce shit for a while. Yeah, it's Peyton Royce. Obviously, we talked about that. And then there's the one where I was like, did I really give a fuck when you were there? And that's Mojo Raleigh, bro. I did not give a fuck. Yeah, again, he would have been released if it wasn't for Gronk being there. Yeah. He'd have been gone by the first 
by the first uh, set of people, he would have been gone. Yeah, and at this point, I was like, oh, okay, good. Thank you. Bye. Jesus, what will you even do? A lot of them were doing nothing, really. Like, he especially was doing really? nothing. Like, what, what the fuck? Like... He won the twenty four seven championship and then lost it and then you he he literally disappeared after Gronk pinned him and you never saw him again. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, like it's really been a year. No, my bad. He was in a match against Shorty G when he was Shorty G. Mm-hmm. Alright. And is our seven of the celibacy with the company? Who? Okay, never mind. He's not. But yeah, and whatever, bro. Well, one day, bro. One day, we'll see what happens, bro. Uh, but like I said, half of the wrestlers in his company or of his firing, while I believe it was fucked up, I um, I believe it was fucked up that they. Long, they not only fired these people literally a year later I feel as though what they should have did they should have did something better bro but for me we'll, we'll see what happens one day um, with some of these wrestlers because some of these wrestlers do deserve a lot better and I mean Bo Dallas and Samoa Joe uh, Mickey James and of course Wesley Blake uh, Tucker Knight the rest of them I'm like eh alright Peyton Royce kind of just going to go with her husband and call it a day. I would. And if I was Bo mm-hmm. Dallas, I'd be like, yo, I have a real estate business. I'm good. So, him and Liv Morgan are all right. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it sucks, yes. But as long as they took care of their money. Yeah. And everything. They will be every single talent will be just fine. Yeah, and some of them will get jobs somewhere else because some of them are actually all of them will get jobs somewhere. <laughs> Not all. No, if Enzo Amore can get a job, what is Enzo Amore currently that, doing? He's wrestling on the Indies. Oh, okay. Yes, he's out there. Like okay. I said, they will all be fine. Unless they choose just to stop wrestling all, t- you know, unless they just choose to, you know, retire. But the, everyone, listen. Hmm. The one thing about WWE that a lot of these indie companies love is that when people get released, they can use these people for big name value, quote quote, because these guys went to WWE. Therefore, being they have name value, like you, you may see a Billy K. In some random indie promotion, yeah, uh, you know, and it'll be whatever her new wrestling name is, formerly known as WWE's Billy K, and that will draw some attention. Maybe not a lot. I'm just using her as an example, but may draw some attention to that particular indie show because her fans are going to go either order it or view it or go to the show and see it. So. All these people, Peyton, Mojo, unless they themselves decide to stop wrestling, will be 
fine. It sucks that it happened. WWE are still scumbags. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're not. Yeah. But every single one of these guys and girls will be fine. You know, it, it could have WWE done better. I mean, they should have just started. They should have booked these people to begin with in proper stories. But WWE creative as shit. You know, Samoa Joe, we don't know. You know, they, he may want to wrestle, and WWE maybe didn't want to have him wrestle. And thus, they decided to release him so he can go do what he wants to do. I mean, you know, a lot of these guys that, you know, we don't know the stories, but a lot of these guys are probably ecstatic that they're not handcuffed by WWE. Yeah. You know, if they love wrestling. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, only, you're only young once. You're going to keep getting older. You know, these contracts, you're you're stuck in WWE for five years. Let's say if you're 35 and you got five more years of your contract and you're just sitting and catering until you're 40, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's five years of experience. That's five years of youth. That's five years of, you know, just wasting. You know, you're going to work and you're not even working. Some people will love that. I'm sure you, me, and everyone else will love to go to work, just sit around and make a hefty paycheck, but if you really love something and truly love what it is you're doing, um, you are going to want to do your job. You know, wrestling is a job that you just, you don't do wrestling just as a job. You're doing it because you love it. Because why would you put yourself through those injuries and stuff if you didn't love the job? Exactly. You know, so, so all these people you know, they may be content with doing it and may not care. You know, I mean, you know, they may like wrestling, but there are people who truly love it. Where money, you know, some people just do it for the money, yes. They'll put their buy through it, yes, but you still have to have some type of liking for wrestling to even decide to do that. Because uh, some of these guys have been content on sitting on their ass because they know they're not good or know that. It was an easy, once they got there and they realized they weren't being used, it was easy. So they just got content probably. So yeah, some of them may just, you know, when they got there and realized how easy it was, they can go home every day and not do shit and make more money than you and I combined. Yeah. But those who really love wrestling, really love being in the ring, they're the happiest right now because they're no longer handcuffed. They can go out there. And make a name for themselves to a point where WWE might call them one. But, you know, they may go back to WWE and make even more money. Or AEW, which is, at this point, everyone's, you know, everyone loves AEW. So, they all will be fine. You know, it, it is, you know, you got all these guys saying, this is not about WWE. And it's true, WWE are scumbags. They're insistent because it's literally one year to the day that you did Black Friday. Or whatever that, whatever they call it, Black Wednesday, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. You know, I've had some people ask me which do I think was worse. I mean, last year was obviously worse than this year. Yeah, because the more people last year. Well, it's not even that. Uh, back then, last year, we really didn't have a handle on the pandemic. Yeah. In terms of wrestling wise, in terms of who's opened up, because a lot of companies really weren't open yet. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of rest uh, companies weren't resigning much at the time. Fact, one year later, does it suck? Absolutely. Do I want these people without jobs? No. But the wrestling world has 
found their niche and how they're handling the COVID protocols with signings, with shows, with, you know, payment, whatever they're doing. So it makes it that much easier for each of these guys and girls after the 90 days is up to get jobs. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to, you know, be too sad that they got released. Half these people, you would have probably forgot they were even fucking employed. Who thought, who remembered Bo Dallas was employed? Yeah. The, the yeah. casual fans like Bo Dallas, he was still employed. Mojo Raleigh, the only ones who you know were employed were Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, and Samoa Joe. Chelsea Green, you saw her once. Yeah. You never seen her again. If you're a casual, you don't know she's injured. <laughs> well, even she was like, well, I'm good. <laughs> You know, unless you follow her. Look, what, what's, what's with the names? The only ones that anybody even knows off that list that they knew was still employed, if they're casual anyway. Yeah. Samoa Joe, the Iconics, and that's about it. Kalisto, you haven't seen Kalisto in damn near nine months. Uh, Mojo Raleigh, it's been almost a year. <laughs> Bo Dallas, I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't cut the first time. His brother probably has some. So, so, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to be super sad that they all were, you know, you know, fired. You know, this is good for them because they can now go do what they want to do, and that's wrestle. And that's my thoughts on that. Sorry about that, but yeah, you're right. I'm not super sad. I'm not uh, super upset about this one. Um, we'll see what happens. Because um, you're probably going to see, hey, this person appeared here, and this person appeared here. And WWE is going to do the same thing that happens every time. They get pissed. And then after some point, they're going to try to offer him a... Co- Sorry. They're going to try to offer him a contract. Yep. If, if these people, huh? if they get big enough, if they get big enough and make WWE want them, yeah, WWE would go for them. That's how that goes. They they will have to make WWE want them. My only problem with that is, are you ballsy enough to be like, no? Yes. Like, do you have enough so balls? If you if if you love wrestling, you're not going to care about WWE's money. You've had WWE's money and what they do. Yeah, that's my only issue with a, with a lot of the wrestlers these days. I'm like, do you have enough balls to instead of retaking that fucking uh, instead of retaking that that contract and be like, I want that sweet sweet WWE money. Do you have enough balls to be like, nah, bro, good. I think so. Yeah, bro. I, I don't know, bro. We'll see what happens when uh. When half of the 90-day complete causes wear out, we will find that the fuck out. 
But that being said, I think it's good enough to end the night. Did you have anything yeah. else you want to say about the wrestling world? Uh, or gaming no, or anything like that? Yeah, same here. No. <laughs> I mean, that would be a more interesting match than had the, the tag team turmoil match. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, man. You have a good one. You too, man. All right.